Take your sticking paws off me, you damn dirty ape! You're listening to the League Podcast, League versus Planet of the Apes, 1968. 1968. Oh, no, that's, that's very good. Oh. One of many, I'm sure, that we I'm sure. I'm damn dirty Durson. <laughs> <laughs> I got another. I'm John Hunt. What? Oh, no. <laughs> that was good. It made me laugh. <laughs> You can pry this podcast from my cold, dead hands. Charlton Inferno here. Oh, Charlton Inferno. Very well. Very well. After talking about this, I mean, we I think a while ago, we were like, oh, we should do Planet of the Apes. And uh, here we are. Now that there's a new, what is it called? Uh, um, some Beyond over, the Planet of the Apes? Over there is the Planet of the Apes. Over there. <laughs> They're going to run out of these. Uh, I yeah. think it's Empire of the Apes. I think it's one? Beyond. But Empire is a good one. They could probably uh, use that. Whatever. I. In front of the Planet of the Apes. Somewhere near the Planet <laughs> of the Apes. <laughs> kind of close uh, to the Planet of the Apes. That's not really why we did it, but maybe we'll... That's not what it's called at all. It's called Kingdom of the Planet of the Oh, Apes. Kingdom! All right, Beyond is, uh, is in the old series. Oh, it is? No. Oh. See, this is how much... This is why we're doing this, because I actually... Beneath. I know Beneath is the next one, right? Yeah, Escape from, which... Because we did, I did the first scene of uh, that movie. I did a riff on our Secret Monkey number three. It's a similar beginning. Where the apes get out of the spaceship in the ocean, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then it's conquest, and then whatever the last one was, <laughs> battle oh four. Gosh. I think I don't. I don't I think there's any beyond. Also, uh, okay, well they should use oh, that. the TV show. Yeah, I think that was just called. Was oh well, maybe there was a oh, there's a comic book too, right? Or a couple. There's of lots of stuff. Lots You're gonna try to sit here. Yeah, it's it was the Star Wars of its day with merchandising. Was part of the inspiration for that this was considered the first movie to have those kinds of tie-ins and things merchandising Migos like uh, Uh, the uh the inspiration for us podcasts not really those uh that other podcasts are bounces are and yes john suntress i was talking about their Migos on their ape talk but what did we say we're gonna call this Talking I don't apes know. Or ape, the, ape the apex. Is, uh, yeah, apex. Apex. <laughs> <laughs> I think talking apes is better than ape, apex. I think that's a, all right. Well, that's we're, jumping we're, through a little. No, just kidding. Yeah. We're talking apes. Yeah. Apex. So three Man. of us are talking apes. Yeah. Talking hairless we, apes. We, we, wait, speak for yourself. Speak for yourself. I, have a, uh, yeah. <laughs> I have a lot of hair. I'm kind of a little ape like. Very well. You're more Neanderthal than I am, then. Oh, yes. Yes, I am. Use You're more code League Podcast Manscaped.com to uh, trim me bush. <laughs> Get your. Uh... <laughs> I'd love for someone to actually try. Be like, that code didn't work. I wanted to get my ball shaven. And those guys lied. I know. Uh... Currently by Manscaped. No, or anything. Yeah. Use another podcast code. <laughs> that, that should be our podcast code. Use another podcast <laughs> <Use somebody code laughs> to get ten percent off your first. Get ten percent off. 
I know. I'd love to get an email from someone who says, I tried your code. Yeah, because at least we'd be getting an email from someone. Yeah, I know. I'd love to get an email whether or not they were complaining or just whatever. So, yeah, there is a uh, there was a comic, Adventures of the Planet of the Apes. And there's a ton of comics. And now there's one coming out called Beware the Planet of the Apes. But we're not talking about all that. We're going to talk about the OG 1968 famous one, the one you know, Charlton Heston and Roddy McDowell and Kim Hunter, if anyone knows who that is, other than this. The original, the Planet, the Planet of the Apes. This surprisingly, it, this is a very, I don't know, how do I put this? It has a very high critic score. Yes, highly praised. Yeah, I don't know why you keep saying surprisingly. I mean, I, you just okay. hate this movie or what? No, I know. Your ratings are out of the way. Darson came in with oh. a little prejudice <laughs> against apes. <laughs> yeah, I know. All these hair jokes. No, I think <laughs> it's because all these years there's always been like, there's people who have always kind of poked fun at it. You know, I mean, when the Simpsons do it a lot, a lot and like Spaceballs and, and whatever, I don't know, everything. People make fun of playing the apes a lot. But I play like... the piano anymore. Of course you can. Well, I couldn't <laughs> well, I before. Couldn't before. <laughs> That's got to be Conan I... must have written that line. He probably did. Yeah. Well, uh, Dana uh, Gould. I think he was a show. Uh, yeah, he was oh, a Dana Gould Simpsons show writer. For yeah, but he does. He has his whole his own like YouTube channel now where he plays Doctor Zayas. Okay. Yeah. Let me talk about Dana Gould and Planet of the Apes and this Doctor yeah. Zayas channel that he has, which is. It's it's pretty funny because he has a really good costume, and he yeah. does like a t kind of a Johnny Carson talk show, and it's a little bit like Space Ghost Coast to Coast. Uh, but right. Dana Gould, who is a friend of a friend, let's say, because uh, oh. Ken and Dana Gould, Ken Reed, guest of the podcast, yeah. hangs out with Dana Gould, and he's told me uh, so many stories. But I was actually even listening to some podcasts and YouTube channels preparing for this one. And I found out that speaking of comic books, Dana Gould took Rod. I'm, I mean, I'm getting a little bit ahead here, but Rod Serling's original vision for the script, you know, kind of how they did the comics that were like based on the Ralph McQuarrie star Wars, you know, they just kind of right. like fleshed those out. So he kind of like did a, a boom studios comic that came out a few years ago. That's like, it's sort of, it, goes along with the movie, but it, it kind of has more of the Rod Serling elements of the story that they didn't make in the movie. It's kind of like from the originals. And, you know, he knows so much about it that he wrote a book about it. So he's oh way into it. He also, wow. I think, used to have the statue of the lawgiver uh, in his backyard at one point. In his backyard? Yeah. I'm looking at the, the trailers like on IMDb and that, uh, that statue. I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> that is... That's, well, I guess, hey, when you're successful, you can have that stuff in your backyard. I don't know. Well, I mean, I, so I guess I did come in with a prejudice, I guess we should say, because I, I did kind of, it was always seen, especially because of all the ones that came after it. And it became kind of one of, it's almost like, a, it's almost like, a, like, like the Fast and Furious of its day or Rocky maybe yeah. or something like that, right? Where the first one is like, oh my God, look at this. This movie is groundbreaking, and then like all the other ones are like something like Die Hard or something. I don't know. I do it, remember that 
in in our neighborhood before you even lived in our neighborhood, Mr. Durson. Wow. Um, right. That every that the everybody was so into Planet of the Apes. So I sat down because Brian Hailstone was just going on and on about how great Planet of the Apes was. I sat down in front of the TV on like a Tuesday and just hoped that Planet of the Apes would come on. <laughs> I was wow. five, you know? Well, like, yeah. I mean, I don't know how things work really then. But. Yeah. I, I also remember it, it could have been maybe Creature double feature, but definitely like WLVI. Channel fifty six, but the, it would it would kind of be on. I remember being sitting down and watching Empire Strike Back on a little TV at my neighbor's house, and I also remember that this cable, it would be on. It would be on cable. All of the, all of the movies would be on TV. Uh, actually, Channel thirty eight. I think it was the one that ran. Uh... Thirty eight. Okay. Yeah, there was probably not a lot of cable. I mean, what this was. Yeah, not a lot of cable. Yeah, I meant to say UHF when it. Right, right, right. Like, <laughs> yeah, when back in it was like thirty eight, fifty six, and twenty five were like UHF back in the in this you know back in the day back when you would have turned on the TV hoping for hoping Santa's for Apes. Planet of the Apes. Instead, I saw <laughs> like the Ghost and Mrs. Mirror or whatever, which is a weird yeah. show. Oh. Uh, I mean, it, yeah, this was predates all that crap and we you, you couldn't even rent it. it wasn't too long before you could go to a video store and rent it but like this is uh it was like early 80s late 70s and yeah it was it was a crazy time it was a different time as we like to say for some reason we had a lot of paperback books that were i guess they were probably novelizations that they still have them in my bedroom because they're like kind of cool design on them they have like the plates are like behind the scenes stuff from the from the movies and stuff, but it's for all the different sequels and stuff like that. I have a, I have a bunch sure. of paperbacks for some reason. Maybe my dad was into it. You can watch the Power <laughs> Records uh, thing on uh, on YouTube. There are adaptations of the uh, ape stuff, which are hysterical because the guy that they have <laughs> in Taylor is nothing like Taylor. Oh well. He's like, Landon, what are you doing here? <laughs> oh, Planet run by apes? I was like, you got not even trying. <laughs> Maybe it's Have better. Have you seen the movie? <laughs> well, I mean, it is a, I guess I don't know how I missed it, except that I was a little young, I suppose, for, you know, and I was too much into my Star Wars. Didn't have time for anything else. And by the time it kind of entered my conscience, like I said, it was kind of like people were kind of poking fun at it a lot, so... I don't know. I never quite developed this, like, oh, my God, these movies. You know, like, I, and I'll be honest, the first one I ever saw in the theater was a Tim Burton one. Oh, and, um, if we ended up doing that, we talked about doing a turkeys, and that would oh, have been I don't even know. It. I'd probably get sick off of that turkey. It would give me food poisoning. <laughs> I hated that movie so much. What the fuck happened People there? really hate that movie. I don't know. I've probably seen it. I mean... People have a visceral reaction to Mark Wahlberg and anything to you. Like I don't because I think he's fucking. <laughs> I like him and the other guys, but, uh, but yeah, I, I can't imagine that movie is that good. It's not. No, and it's not even because of Mark Wahlberg. No, it's just bad. All the eight makeup a... in it is fantastic. I'll give it that. Other than that, the movie is awful. Well, speaking of eight makeup, this was a big. Some people debate how much they spent on the ape, the you know, 
the budget for the ape makeup is kind of debated, but some people say it was like half the budget of the whole movie or something, but it was a lot of, I think it was a record at the time, right? I think it was like $300,000 or something like that. Sure. To, for all the ape makeup. So at the time it was, uh, you know, the style, uh, but it yeah. was also really cool. Like it was, I mean, there are parts where you can see their teeth. In there. Yeah. But, but, you know, when the producers were going to make, the movie they said we can only do it if we really sell them on that the apes can talk and that it looks good so they put a lot of time in and they had a lot of uh i think ernest borgine was oh, in the screen no. test no no it's um yeah she yeah edward g robinson <laughs> Edward G. Robinson, oh, the, who, uh, the who other was, old guy, yeah. Who is who is in a, a, who is in um, Soylent Green with Charlton Heston after oh, this, and great. he delivers a brilliant performance because, um, I mean, everybody knows the spoiler to that if you've seen yeah. the Saturday Night Live thing, right? I know. But, One um, of my favorite skits. But uh, Edward G. Robinson, ha- like, he has a death scene in it that's heartbreaking and beautiful all at once. Uh, I, wow. I do recommend the movie. It's actually, I mean, it's like this, you know, it's like science fiction movies were different in the 60s, yeah. early 70s. Yeah. They're kind of dark and a little slow. Omega Man is another Charlton Heston. Uh, I was like Charlton Heston, like. Omega Man, eh? See, it's beauty. That's my strange brew reference for the night. Beauty, eh? Uh, all right, so I just want to put this, uh, you know, put this to rest. The makeup budget was $345,542 which was 17% of the total budget at the time. It was about $2 million. But adjusted for inflation, it is still the world record for the highest makeup budget on a movie. So Budget. <laughs> no, we wanted Enterprise. <laughs> oh, I feel so stupid. Oh, uh, all right. So... They had, uh, I was just going to say John Chambers did the makeup for it, and John Chambers also did the ears for Mr. Spock. And if you've seen the movie Argo, he was played by John Goodman, I think. Yeah. Oh my God, that was the same. That was really yeah. Because yeah, he used awesome. to do prosthetics for uh, like people that came home from the war, and they were all like deformed. So he would make facial prosthetics and shit for them. Oh my God. So looked more what a great. What a, what a, he, what a, he used. He parlayed that into Hollywood makeup effects. Damn. Yeah. He probably cleaned up. <laughs> there were eighty makeup artists on this on this film, so that's pretty pretty interesting. Let's uh, let's start the talking. Yeah, let's get <laughs> let's get talking apes. We start off with sort of a captain's log kind of deal with our boy Charlton Heston. Charlton Heston and... is reflecting many of the uh, way the the ideas and and thoughts that I feel currently about humanity and living. <laughs> <laughs> I well, that is one cool. I mean, interesting thing about watching it in 2023. I feel like they were way ahead of their time. Yeah, I would also I like to say that everybody that talks about how woke movies are and TV shows are now, uh, obviously, just <laughs> a lot of this stuff must have just gone right by people because I'm like, man, it was like even more heavy handed back then, you know? Yeah, this one's pretty in your face. And, and how is he smoking a cigar in that in that spaceship? <laughs> I, I would like to know that. I know, that's hilarious. <laughs> He's funny. just... I don't even know. It's, it's, it's aged all, well since the uh, yeah. since uh, the uh, relativity. He is he is Taylor. They in the script they say is George Taylor. They never say his name is in the movie George. They only refer to him as Taylor. 
or bright eyes, but uh, yes. whatever. He's going along. He's doing like I said. He's doing like his captain's log kind of thing. He's talking about they have been away from Earth on this mission for like a year, but on Earth it has been about seven hundred years, thanks to the theory of whoever. Well, it can't be a theory. It was Einstein's theory of relativity with right. the speed of light and this and that. And the further you travel, and the longer the slower you age, and yeah, time like works differently. And yeah, you know, it's yeah. like a long. It's longer than that. It's like right. It's, like, right. Oh. it's longer than West Street for crying out loud. Because <laughs> his little counter says like thirty nine. Yeah. No. Well. It, yeah. When they go to sleep for a little while, they wake up and it's thirty nine. Yeah. But like. At the t- at the moment, what he's talking about, it's like twenty three hundred something. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's in the two thousands, but yeah. So a couple other things, I guess, to point out. Uh, so Jerry Goldsmith is back. Uh, if you listen to our, that's the guy. He did some James Bond, right? No, that was John Barry. But Jerry oh, Goldsmith did the Star story. Trek. If you go back, yes, and listen Star to our Star Trek podcast, Sorry. Star Trek, uh, yeah. the motion picture, and five. Uh, he did wow. those scores which I think are the strongest scores of the original series films. Mm. Always, yeah. always big fan of the Goldsmith stuff. Yeah. Um, the Goldsmith it, it's, this is much more experimental kind of weird, uh, primitive sci-fi like all, all mushed into one. Him and John Williams used to, I guess, have like offices next to each other and they would try to uh, outdo each other. Apparently. <laughs> probably playing around with those early synths and moves and like you know plug yeah, yeah. different things you know kind of like pete towns and 1968 man this is a great fucking year yeah i mean he's very uh sort of sparing on this he doesn't really it's very sort of well yeah the, low-key the, the very end doesn't the end right he doesn't mm-hmm. even have any music over the credits spoiler there's no right. music over the credits at the end <laughs> we'll get there uh, and as as Clay mentioned, Rod Serling took a pass at the screenplay from Twilight Zone. Uh, I think he was the original writer, and then yeah, somebody else came and yeah. First, uh, yeah. and he he turned in two drafts, even though he was like, I did like sixty or seventy drafts or something. But it's like you know, <laughs> there was a, like minor revisions they asked you for. You turned in two completed scripts, really. Is what it did. Right. And we should say that it's uh, based on a 1963 French novel by Pierre Bull and. This guy thought that this oh. was his worst book, and so yeah, wow. he, he also wrote Bridge on the River Kwai. So. He did oh, no way. As a, yeah. in the Hollywood blacklist, so he wasn't. Oh no shit! Credits. <laughs> so no, no, it's the other way around. It was the screenwriter Michael Wilson was on the uh, Hollywood okay. blacklist, so Pierre Boulle got credit for writing the screenplay, even oh, though he could not speak English. So they actually went to him first for planning, and they're like, "Hey, you think you think you could write a script?" And he's like, "He was uh, like, can't." And uh, they left. All right, so back to the ship. Yeah, he puts out his cigar, and they're all gonna go to sleep for a little while. And um, that's fun. They they <laughs> they wake up. Uh, they're like, "Oh, what's going on, Stewart?" The woman astronaut is all dead and shriveled, and, and then all of a sudden they're like, "Oh, Stuart!" And then all of a sudden the ship starts to crash. There's three guys: there's Taylor, Dodge, and Landon. So speaking of land in, they land in the water. <laughs> Am I right? Yes, and they the water starts pouring in, and 
the I think it's actually kind of cool. As the ship is going down, it's sort of like a POV shot. It's almost like a like a video yeah, game or say, something. This, it's kind of shot is yeah. like this whole. I mean, the the movie's like a little slow, like the beginning here. But I really do like. Well, I like spaceships. <laughs> I, I like people in astronaut um, outfits. <laughs> yeah, and you're I, the, I everything love when right I was here, a little kid. Scene. I was like, oh, this is a cool space movie. What's going on here? And like, but yeah, I just, I like the way this whole thing is shot. The reason they did it this way is because they couldn't actually get it to look good any other way. So they just sort of did the POV shot to just, and hoped for the best, essentially. I mean, I think it worked out pretty well. Can I, I just want to talk about a couple of things real quick before we go any further, just about the production history real quick, is that Arthur P. Jacobs is the producer of of the movie and um he had had just done dr doolittle which was a big flop so he was having a tough time selling this whole thing and richard zanuck uh of fox was like will you stop bugging me about this ape stuff and he's like but i can do it and he's like okay i'll give you this money to do that screen test but richard zanuck was one of the producers on the first two jaws films as well and his father was a big big wig at uh 20th century fox and his girlfriend at the time Linda Harrison plays Nova in the movie. So I just wanted to drop that. I'm doing this all from memory because I actually have more knowledge about apes than I thought I did once I started to watch some of the stuff. I was like, oh, yeah, I know all this. What's what's weird? I did a sleep study 20 years ago. Long, uh, like, making of thing. (laughs) I have it on on the DVD. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And I and I did a sleep study when I lived in Connecticut and I bought a book to read the day the day I had to go in to help me fall asleep and it was making of Planet of the Apes, which is I'm like, this is a random nice. thing for me to buy. But uh so yeah. That'll help me fall asleep. That'll help me fall asleep and it might be useful in twenty two <laughs> years, you know. All right, well I have some knowledge and you guys probably heard this Very too, well. but um maybe not, but as this lake that they're filming on now is Lake Powell in Colorado. So at the time you can see there's like a a line, sort of a horizon line where the water has dropped. Like as they're in, this is 1968, you know, like there's like a line where some of it's discolored where the water used to be up that high and it's gone down. And today the water is at like emergency low levels. So like way lower than that due to global warming which is kind of what the movie's about so jesus christ powell irony yeah (laughs) christ lake powell (laughs) you'll be a bartender yeah so anyways they they're abandoning the ship the ship is sinking uh Dodge gets out and he throws the lifeboat out i think he looks kind of funny when he does it i don't know that's just me they're they're all trying to like save stuff and yeah we Taylor notes that it is now the year three thousand something I have it written at thirty nine seventy eight whereas before it was like twenty something so eh. so anyways and apparently somebody said you can even see sailboats at some point in the background of this part I don't know if that's true um, people pointed out that windows fly out at one point and then they're back and then the, Whatever the windows of the ship. Look at what you get. It's 1968. Yeah, a few little flubs. Who cares? Get a life. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so they get in the boat and they're rowing a little bit and they're starting to debate like, where the hell? What planet are we on? 
And Landon is he's sad about Stuart when they get to Landon. He's like, what What do you think happened? He's like, ah, air leak. She died in her sleep. It's like, I like, kept masturbating to her all the, the whole time. And now what am I going to do? <laughs> I guess he sh- shot his water a little too hard there. And I caused leak. <laughs> uh, yeah. But you you definitely get to know a lot about Taylor here. Because he's, he's sad. He's like, well, it's the point of mourning her. She's been dead a year. Yeah, oh, he's really he's just, he's a, he's a realist, you know? He's yeah. like, ain't got to do us any good. No, get walking. Yeah, so, yeah. Like, why did you even sign up for this thing? You yeah, know, Taylor's, like, essentially given him, yeah. he's essentially <laughs> given him, like, verbal wedgies. Like, he's the bully at school <laughs> and shoving him into a locker and stuff, you know? Yeah, yeah he's exactly. like, why'd you even come on this? <laughs> yeah, you knew we were going to come home. Yeah. <laughs> but Landon, he puts a little American flag in the in the ground and Ash uh, <laughs> Taylor laughs kind of like Ash or I feel like Ash laughs like Taylor obviously but he's like <laughs> like yeah, that's so kind he's, of over he's the like, top this laugh. is this is so ridiculous that there's nothing yeah. here we're probably gonna die and you're planting the flag you yeah we should point out they have like three days of food uh, apparently so someone else I don't know how you guys did this again get alive but someone pointed out that. Later on, when they look at the map, it is clearly New York, but where they land looks a lot like the Midwest or something. Because you're not going to find even three thousand years from now, you're not going to have like, you know. But that after kind of nuclear, after nuclear, I I, I'm thinking possibly big bad thing that could have happened. Sure, anything could happen. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, it, you know, it there's it's between the panels thing. You don't know that somebody didn't transport the. Um, unnamed thing at the end of the movie that's also on the movie poster from wherever it was. <laughs> right. It up. Right. You don't know. Spoiler warning. <laughs> if you've seen The Simpsons or the movie or anything else. If you've seen, if you've seen the end of Spaceballs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> have you seen anything? Anyway, so uh, they had they do this kind of fun little slide down the mountain, which is kind of a fun little thing. Also very similar to Star Trek V when they're looking for uh, Dom. Yes. There's lightning. There's like an avalanche kind of thing that's kind of funny looking. They run. I, I, at this point, I'm watching. We're not too far into the movie, but I still can't tell if Charlton Heston wants to be in this movie or if he's oh, kind yeah, of... Oh, yeah, no, because like... he was a big... He was really pushing he really to be in this movie. But... In this movie. But they started filming all this desert stuff at the beginning of summer or something like that. And so they were uh, – one of the guys passed out. Charlton Heston was, like, fucked up for all because all the heat and stuff. They were just like, oh, God. Ugh. He got a so, really bad flu when after he oh, yeah. and stuff. And... <laughs> oh, yeah. I heard – I read that, but they, they kept it in. They, they thought his raspy voice was better than – yeah. But as John said, he was one of the, like – basically a producer on the movie he wanted to get it made he loved the book so much well that's good all right so they find a plant like oh there's life here and then they dig the plant up then they they walk some more and they find these big scarecrow thingies which uh will get there or the movie will get there and they hear water and they run and there's a waterfall and then they decide to do a little skinny dipping yeah it gets a little gets a little gay at this part (laughs) <laughs> Heston's there's first wrong with that. No, no, there's anything wrong. No, this right. is Heston's first nude scene. Yeah, in a, in a G-rated movie because they didn't have like the rating system in place yet. Apparently, 
it's uh, they, one they of kinda... two movies that are rated G with nudity in it. Oh. The other being the Bible, which also had Charlton Heston in it, and oh. G. Robinson. I feel like man ass isn't really. They're like, eh, you know. Right, I mean, you almost you get those quick brief glimpses of more than man ass here and there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So they they find some footprints like in the mud, and they decide to check them out. And then there are these sort of like you don't really see who they are, but their shit is getting stolen. They're like their clothes and stuff, and it's getting kind of thrown around. They go after them. They kind of grab some rags and stuff to wear. It's like a classic summer school movie prank, like you know, <laughs> yeah, it's like right. in like a like a Jason movie or something. Like, ooh, we're gonna yeah, oh, we're gonna take your clothes. Yeah, Porky's, yeah, or one crazy summer. <laughs> yeah, like and they, they're we we they catch up with them where you say they're actually like people, sort of almost like they look sort of like Neanderthal kind of. They're dressed in rags and they're, they. Taylor says they look to be mute. Uh, we're in luck if, if if this is the best they got, we can rule this planet in six months. He mentions oh, our... that also that we were something we were talking about before that they're vegetarians because they're eating like pears or something. Well, there's there is this there where they're running around in the cornfield. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're in the cornfield. Uh, yeah, they're eating... The guys are probably psyched they found some pears or corn or whatever to eat. Uh, yeah, hey. when they uh, were shooting this, they said uh, make this uh, cornfield. They planted it at a certain time and then it got too high, so they huh. had. To chop it down so it was like six feet high so it was just the right height so you could see things going on and like the apes riding their horses and stuff. Yeah, they, they grew it too much because he, they were like, I want it to be six feet high and they like watered it they were like, oh god, really? They like really fertilized the land and like had uh, sprinklers going like 24-7 until they ended like shooting that scene and then the director came and he was like, oh, well no, it's too high no, it's too high <laughs> So then they hear this big roar and um, the mute people all run and the crew kind of run. And then there are these horses and gunfire. You don't really see at first who's on the horses, but after a few shots, it's the apes. Apes on horses. As in the planet of. As, yes. Yeah. Oh, they totally spoiled the whole thing. In- uh, gorillas in particular, to be precise. Right. Because the gorillas are the warriors on the planet of the apes. Warriors come out and... <laughs> <laughs> So, quick side note, actually. So, a lot of the, the people, you know, as we, there are different kinds of apes. and But apparently, like, between shots on set, the people wearing, like, the ape makeup would hang out in their... Like like the gorillas would yeah, all hang out together. Would hang together. Right? Chimps yeah. would hang out. Yeah, yeah. I have That's another good. lunch break. Uh, fun fact. Lunch ape. Which... <laughs> <laughs> Charlton Heston is doing this interview about it. He's like, or no, I think it was Roddy McDowell. He's like, yeah, we we had to like they they gave them cigarette holders because everybody smoked back then because they didn't want to mess up the makeup, and they were like had to be really careful when they ate lunch. And then sometimes you, one of the cats was like, sometimes it would be peas and carrots in the like little, the, like the lower. Lip. Oh, yeah. I heard that too. Yeah. <laughs> After they ate lunch, they ended up with peas and carrots. I was like, wow, eating budget must have been great. Canned yeah. peas and, well, actually, probably people just <laughs> ate canned food back then. I was like, whoa, I'm eating my, my vegetables. Yeah. Right. 
So, uh, yeah, they're, they're, the apes have these goofy nets that they're kind of catching people in. It's, I mean, whatever. It's it's very chaotic. Landon I noticed you didn't say goofy out. nets when we did our Star Wars episode. Where are their goofy nets? We never did a Star Wars episode, did we? <laughs> no, we didn't. But there's nets. Right. We got C-3PO on the back. The Ewoks have, yeah, the Ewoks all right, got all right. a net. What's, You're what's, right. I mean, uh, hey, that's I, when we do Return of the Jedi, I'll talk about how goofy the Ewoks are. It's just sometimes they fall before the nets even pop up. Maybe no. there's a hole in the ground we don't see. Yeah, you're probably right. So they Corn punch hole. out Landon. Oh, oh, crazy ways. Uh, they, they KO Landon. He falls into the water. They shoot Dodge. And they shoot Taylor in the neck. And he falls. And he's... And they take him back to camp. And this is maybe one of my favorite parts of the whole movie. They take all these people back to their camp. And they take, like, pictures standing over them. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the apes are, like, standing there posing. Yeah, for their um, their uh, Tinder yeah. profiles. Yeah, yeah. It's like selfies, you know? So. That's also when you hear them speak for the first time. Yes. Where he says, yes. smile. That is a good line, first line, I guess, to have. So then we meet Nova, a woman. Um, we don't know her name yet, but it's a woman. And she's giving blood to Heston. Yeah, there's like a blood transfusion going on there to, with Taylor and Nova. So anyway, we cut and he's in a cell, but he can't talk because he, he got shot in the neck. And Dr. Zayas comes along. And he just, he's like, I wonder, man should be exterminated. I, 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 I hate everything about yeah. man. Dr. Zayas, Dr. Zayas. Dr. Zayas, Dr. Zayas. Dr. Zayas. <laughs> Get your hands off me, you dirty ape. But yeah, we all, you know, and we meet uh, Zira, who is like a, the smart Kim Hunter, sort of the, the doctor. Is she like a psych, psychologist? I forget her official title. Yeah, but, well, yeah. in, in one of the future movies, she refers to herself as a veterinarian. Oh, well, maybe that was it. Because uh, she takes care of the humans, right? Yeah, and they're like yeah. Reverse, considered animals. Reverse. Yeah. And, and can I say something about the production? Uh, no, no, I don't oh, think you please. can. Oh. Uh, well, yes. <laughs> the, in the Rod Serling script in sort of the original book, it's, it was more of a Planet of the Apes where they had technology that was that was better, you know, like they had skyscrapers and and like cities, kind of like more like a like just a planet of apes that you think of. But back to the producer and the budget he had. To keep it under budget, they redesigned everything to be a little bit more, I guess, simpler and ape-like and, you know, a little bit more tattooing, <laughs> I guess, you know, like, so that's what, right. they, that's what they did to save money so that they could actually you know, maybe spend the money on the, on the makeup instead because they didn't have an unlimited budget. So they took it from the second version of the, the production script was basically... Mm-hmm you know, kind of reconfigured. So it's like where the apes live is going to be like a little bit more like kind of cave-like. And, you know, they, they were supposed Pueblo. to have like Pueblo. Very a, good. City, a city street was supposed to have a crosswalk, but instead of a crosswalk, it was like monkey bars. <laughs> Stuff like that. So <laughs> well, I, I guess that makes sense. The movie. Yeah, this doctor's, uh, 
sorry, Zira and her fiance, Cornelius, uh, who is Roddy McDowell, right? Yeah. Yes. Um, so, yeah, they're there talking, and like she's, she likes, she, she, like she, she calls Taylor bright eyes, and it's very much like pandas or something. Now they put Nova and Taylor together because they want. Yeah, them to she like, was like maybe mate. these two will mate. And yeah. we'll have a little baby. Yeah. And every time they said bright eyes, I can't not think of the song. <laughs> Turn around. Yeah. That was every band. time. The Dan Band. Yeah, and, I remember uh... the Dan Band. <laughs> Yeah, doing I it. I fucking need you more than ever. <laughs> <laughs> that song is great when sung by like straight white men. I tell you, it's oh, hilarious. Yeah. So Taylor tries to write in the in the sand, and then like Nova and this other guy erase it, and then Taylor gets all mad at them. There's a bit of big. He gets in a big fight with the guy, and then apes come in and they take him away, and. Zira goes to see him in his now private cell, and he, he like grabs her and grabs her notepad. And then they go beat him up some more. <laughs> but, but he wrote on it before they did, My name is Taylor. And then uh, Swift. Swift, yeah. He's a he's a Swifty. I, I do also have to say that I watched the cage last night and the desert stuff. We were talking about Star Trek before. It's like a lot of this reminds me that it's this basically could just be like a, a long Star Trek episode. <laughs> this this whole yeah thing. yeah. No, I, I it doesn't has that feel. Anyway, yeah, she takes her work home with her, and they're they're writing all kinds of stuff. He's writing on and they're but they don't like believe him really, or she but she kind of believes it. But he asks about Landon, and they're like, you know, wait, you well, didn't, didn't say you could talk yet. Well, like, or he, he writes it. Yeah, he's right now. I, I forget. Yeah. I was I, yeah. his he, he they kind of like shot him in the throat, kind of. So he kind of needs yeah. to heal up before he can talk. Yeah, so he can't. He's trying he to write in the sand, and then he steals a notebook and is like, you yeah, know, write your little note. Slips it, you know. I'm a, you know. Do you like humans? Check, yes or no here, yeah. you know, because he's, he's <laughs> kind of got a thing for her. <laughs> Maybe. I like so there was a funny so he's trying to he, he makes a paper airplane out of one of her pieces of paper to demonstrate where they came how they got there because they're like they don't believe that there are other planets or anything like that you know they're like what are you talking about so when he says we flew here and they're like why fly I thought that was kind of an interesting <laughs> remember this is 1968 like yeah, we, we didn't land on the moon yeah we didn't land on the moon until the next year so and then he asked for like some maps, and this is where like you can see the New York coastline. Not that there's any, you know, I don't know why, but um, you know, he's they're talking all these theories, and then Zayas and Maximus come in, and I let Dr. Zayas crinkles up the paper airplane, and they don't have any. He has no patience for for man. And then the the next, they're gonna gill Taylor, and uh, you know, Zira is pretty mad or whatever. But then Taylor escapes. And I love it that he sneaks into a church and they're, they're, look, it's a man. It reminds me of Roger Rabbit. A man. And he's running around and he, there's like stuffed humans. Stuff. Oh, yeah. Just like there would be like in, in like a, museum, a, a museum here that has like ancient man. But apparently some of these guys move. 
Yeah. Well, look, it. Yeah. It was a different time. Get a yeah. life. So he's running around. Because he also he's... has like little footies on in some shots, apparently. Oh, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't read that. That's... He sees Dodge. Dodge has been stuffed. Dodge is dead. Dead, dead, dead. Dead, dead. Oh, Dodge. This part I thought was kind of weird. He like he's running away. He runs outside, and there are all these apes out there, and they start just throwing fruit and stuff at him. I don't know why. <laughs> Same. Like, like, he know. looks like he could use a meal. Here, have some. <laughs> <laughs> I was, if I saw an ape running outside, I don't think I would throw fruit at him. It's like well, uh, kind of uh, throwing might. fruit at him in like a medieval sort of way, like you know, boo, yeah, dumb idiot. Just yeah, in the way that like people that would come to my old band shows would just bring fruit and throw it at us. <laughs> Get off the stage! You're not funny! Yeah, good thing there was chicken wire in front of the stage. Beer <laughs> right. bottle would get hurt. Beer bottle, yeah. Listen, what was the line when we did... Oh. Yeah. All right. Or you can listen to our Batman Returns episode, because didn't Penguin say something about, why don't people go to press conferences yeah. with tomatoes yeah, right. and that's stuff right. like that? <laughs> All right, so this we get the they finally get him in the net, and we get the big damn dirty ape line. Yeah, this is where he says, yeah. "Please remove your unwashed mitts off of me, <laughs> you gosh darn filthy simian." And it is kind of like the like he can talk kind of. Uh, he can talk. He can talk. He can talk. He can talk. I can see. How many times are we gonna reference oh, that? <laughs> I don't know. Come on, it's one of the best it's, Simpsons episodes. It's it's like something I think of once a year. Right? They were like talking about like how many times a day do you think about the Roman Empire? Like how many times do you think of the Simpsons Doctor Zayas song? Probably once a day. <laughs> Probably once a day I think about it. Yeah, I think about it a lot. So they're gonna um, they're gonna throw him in. They they hose him and Nova down. They throw them in the same cell again for some reason. He's, he's kind of like wanting to like, he's like, kind of you know what. Going back to the beginning of the movie, he's like, "What'd you expect? Here we are on this planet," and then with nobody, he's kind of like, "Yeah, man, give me her." I'm like, "Yeah, I think he's the whole time." He's just kind of like, "I'll take wouldn't? one of those." Yeah, yeah. I haven't had sex in three thousand years. Yeah. Uh, no, but let's get to uh, it. Relatively yeah. one, but technically three. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and that's. I think this is when he says, "Like I'm gonna call you Nova." For, I mean, no apparent reason, but I mean, like, why not? Like, he's a big fan of Star Blazers. I guess. Had come on yet? But <laughs> I mean, it could have been Judy. It could have been anybody. Maybe that or was he his was car a big fan back home. PBS show. Maybe, maybe he had a Chevy Nova back there. Oh, there you go. Didn't sell too well in Mexico. <laughs> Nova doesn't go. Oh, very good, very well. So they, they take him away and they go to this tribunal thing, but he has, like, no rights. And uh, he also has no clothes, but sometimes he does. Ah, it's a weird thing. Like sometimes And also he's... this is where we see the sort of like, the different... We have different apes, orangutans, and gorillas, right? Like, so the orangutans... Yeah. Oh, well, Dr. Zayas is orangutan. And then there's the tribunal... Uh, orangutan, and then there's the there's Zira and Cornelius, who are kind of like yeah, middle class intellectual scientists, and then there's the, like kind of the ruling class orangutans, and then there's kind of like the working class. 
Mm. I never understood. Like, here's the thing. Chimpanzees are fierce little fucks. Like, they are awful. <laughs> like, they are very violent, and they'll rip your face off. Whereas gorillas are, are much more, like, chill. And they, the gorillas always get a bad rap in these movies, you know? They're uh, the aggressors and stuff. Is it because they're big? And yeah, like... they're big and, they, you know, yeah. that so they look more imposing. But, like, a chimp is just going to bite your face off and rip your arms out and the, the mm. jam its fingernails into your stomach. And I guarantee any of these animals that have captivity, you can see them whacking off and fucking throwing that cum right at you. Any <laughs> one of them. Name one. Gorilla, yes. Orangutan, yes. All right. Gorillas, Little monkey, gorillas yes. fart a lot because they eat so much vegetation. Oh, hey, all right. Vegetarian. Boy, I'm so, learning all kinds of... I, 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 was like, I used to watch a lot of National Geographic stuff, I guess. Gorillas waiting for plant, <laughs> waiting like, for Planet of the Apes to come up. Well, because they they were doing like a like you can go on like gorilla tours in some parts of the world and or wherever gorillas are. <laughs> some the some parts, some parts. there are actually gorillas and uh, and uh, like they, you have to make like gorilla noises as you approach like a, a group of them so they can hear you coming and they don't get frightened and get like what the fuck and you know get oh, all defensive. But a lot of, so they'll just sit there and watch these gorillas and then they'll be like. Ah. <laughs> and like the guy is like, well, yeah, that happens a lot because of the amount of vegetation they eat. Hmm. So. All right. So they want to go look at some of the other humans that have been that they caught in the hunt, and they they see Landon is there, and he's they've done brain surgery on him, and he can't speak anymore, and he's kind of just like a vegetable. Maybe they'll eat him. Maybe they'll throw him at him. Yeah. Also, <laughs> not, not I guess. Uh, well, a little heavy hint, but when you were talking about the political thing, it's kind of like. Reverse that to be like how we test on animals and how bad. Right. Yeah. Also, right, when they were right. screaming about the fire hose, it's like, you know, when they were doing that in Alabama or whatever yeah, that also, was. The, also, that all the, there's racial stuff, there's environmental stuff, there's nuclear war stuff, Cold War stuff. It, it's got everything. This movie's so woke, man. No, exactly. Let's get it. Yeah, cancel a movie from 1960. I guess, uh, I guess that lady astronaut isn't woke. She's still sleeping. She's, she's not coming yeah. down for breakfast. She's yeah, she's been dead for a year. Technically, no, she's got, she got a uh, burial at sea. Yeah, too. right. Hey, very good. Worked out for her in that way. <laughs> so there's they 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 go back inside. They're debating some more. We get the sort of famous see no evil, hear no evil, speak no evil. Uh, thing where three I of love them. that your prior yeah. movie and uh, <laughs> <laughs> improvised on set. By the way, no yeah. one thought of it, uh, but uh, they're like, "Hey, why don't you try that? Let's see how it goes." Someone thought of it because they they did. Three, two, one. Someone thought of it, but it wasn't. Uh, it was not in the script. Yeah, it was in the script. But it's perfect. It's actually, it could go either way. You think it's like kind of cheesy, but I think it's awesome. I think it's really perfect. Yeah, because they're they're kind of like thinking, like, "Oh, what are we gonna do with this Taylor guy?" Uh, Hmm, I don't want to think about that. I don't want to look at that. I don't want to hear that. <laughs> I don't want to hear that. That gorilla's farting over there. Yeah, maybe they should have one holding his nose, too. <laughs> like, <laughs> smell no evil. Smell. Well, they do uh, strip uh, Taylor because he stinks. Yeah, so. they said his clothes stink. They make several references to man smelling bad, which is kind of funny because that's probably what we do to um, uh, animals. Yeah, I call my cat stinky all the time. My cat is pretty stinky after well her litter boxes I guess so. Oof. Well, I go to I go to give my cat a, like a kiss on the head and she always looks up and then yawns in my face. I'm like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
<laughs> All right, so they throw Taylor back in jail. I guess we should point out, Darkness A.S. is still like... guys full of crap. Yeah, he does not believe anything they say, and not even entertaining the possibility this guy could come from another planet, which is basically what they're saying, right? So then he, Zira's nephew, Lucius, comes along, and he rescues him, and uh, and then he, it's like a weird kind of, like, thing. He, like, Taylor, like, grabs the guard, and, like, they knock him out. It looks kind of like, yeah, it's kind of, whatever, I'm not going to say goofy, but... You can have so ta- opi- goofy opinions or think that it's goofy. No one's saying you can't think it's goofy. Well, I feel like you could get a little upset earlier when I said the Nets were goofy. Clay is getting upset. <laughs> <laughs> so he insists on taking Nova. They go out, uh, you know, outside. And Zira his, is waiting well, there. Even his guard is like that guard. Gorilla guard is like smoking a cigar. So they yeah, he also yeah. yeah, that's exactly yeah. Right. Everybody was smoking on this set. Yeah. Well, there was. A, I think there's a, a cool line when they go outside. Um, uh, she's like, "Here, wear these rags," and she says, "All men look alike to most apes." Like that's gotta be. That's like right on the nose. I feel yeah. like you know. Yeah, but it's 1968. So, right, right, right. So then they like because. Yeah, they ride them out to the country. They're going and, to the Forbidden Zone, right? Yeah, they're going out into the Forbidden Zone. And the Cornelius meets them. Which, Clay, I understood your joke today. I went, I went to write, I saw it, and then I went to go back and, like, you know how fucking Instagram just changes if you look at something else and you try to go oh, back? Yeah. And I wanted, to, <laughs> yeah. I wanted to say, I understand that reference, but I do it. <laughs> and, like... Actually, he asked him, he's like, why is it the Forbidden Zone? And, and Cornelius kind of says, like, no one really knows why it's the Forbidden Zone, but it just is. So then, like, they, they're, they're getting out there. They, they get to the beach, and Taylor's shaving. I don't, where he got the shaving cream, I don't know, but that's okay. Maybe um, maybe it's some of that jizz that Landon shot all over. Stand <laughs> <laughs> that stuff up. Sharp. Uh, jizz. All right. Well, Zero's they're wondering like, why he did it too. Do it? No. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, what are you shaving? Why would you shave your hair? It's weird. Yeah. Like, and Cornelius is like, makes you look stupid. Makes you look like dumber, <laughs> less intelligent. Yeah, it makes you look <laughs> like where I come from. Uh, only kids have beards. Yeah, he's very Hipsters. like yeah, hippie weirdos have yeah, beards. So. This is what I think is funny because Charlton Heston, you know, by shaving his beard and saying some of the things that he's saying, it's it's almost like he's like super, and he's like a, he seems like he's like a military man, you know what I mean? But he's also like very, very progressive, <laughs> so he's kind of like a yeah, he's sort of he's sort of a contradiction. Yes, he's like in, a contradiction, his... but his you know at the time, you know, he was like. It's like tell he was telling um nephew Lucius. or whatever Lucius, yeah you know like like you keep up you know never trust an old man over anybody over thirty and all this stuff so you know yeah, he's right. kind of like a little bit hippie a little bit rock and roll I don't know <laughs> he's a contradiction like you said yeah so then like the bad guys come Taylor's shooting at him but then they they show up and he says Zayas sees Nova. Darkness AS sees that he's taking Nova with him and he says, I didn't realize that men could be monogamous. 
And Taylor says, on this planet, it's easy. Which is kind of funny. <laughs> I don't know. I just thought that was funny. So they go and they... The, you know, Zayas is just like, man, is, like, listing yeah, he... off all the horrible things about mankind, but is also doing all the same things that he's right? accusing Taylor of being. Yeah, and Zayas is actually... He doesn't want to... He doesn't want to really kill Taylor. You know what I mean? Like, he's kind of like... He kind of has a respect for Taylor, like that he can talk and that he's he's smart. But you know, Doctor Zayas is like a. But he also like realizes what he represents. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so he's it, also a contradiction. Yes. Well, exactly. I had watched a some YouTube video. I don't remember which one it was, um, but uh, it might have been SF Debris, uh, where they talked about that Zayas. You can be a bad guy and still be right, but that doesn't make you right, you know, kind of thing. Because mm-hmm. Zayas is right about everything, but yes. doesn't mean he's right. He's right, but he's not right. He's not right. 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 So Cornelius is an archaeologist uh, they mentioned earlier, and he's dug up some of these artifacts. So they go to this cave, to the cave, and they find like, a doll and like oh, he finds like glasses and like uh like a heart valve. Human skull and yeah like all this stuff and they they're I have trying to, to... Uh, point out my my own uh disability uh, he finds like a dentist yeah 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 that's right he's like yeah, yeah this dentist. guy he, they made him teeth because he didn't have teeth and he had glasses he had glasses and he had, he's like yeah. handing the stuff to no one she's like what he's like, yeah, inspecting right. everything just... he's like practically <laughs> throwing it in her face but here's here's one he Swedish penis in larger. <laughs> Look, I use condom. <laughs> but they're trying to say, they're trying to tell Zayas that the older culture was advanced. They had all this stuff. The baby, the the doll is kind of like, I mean, it's. He's like, oh, my, my granddaughter has dolls of humans. That's no yeah. big deal. He's trying but... to no prize his way out of this whole thing. Yeah, but the doll talks. <laughs> the doll talks. <laughs> Why yeah, would you make all, like, a human sweet. doll that talked? Yeah, why would you make one if they didn't talk? Why would you make a doll that talked? Even though it doesn't talk, I mean the doll just kind of makes, makes like, like a, a noise. Mama. It's oh, like I guess it does. Yeah. You're right. It's also thousands that's, of years that's old. That's good craftsmanship. Yeah, that is good. I mean, yeah, those D batteries are gonna come in useful when no one finds that So then they hear gunshots. The bad apes have come. And so Taylor takes Zayas hostage. He does all the back off. This is my, I got my favorite thing here, a gun. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, he loves this where his love affair began. Yeah, so he's like, yeah, I'm going to get some supplies and get me a horse. And they're like, they tie up Zayas. Uh, There's a kind of funny way he kisses Zira goodbye, but she thinks like, that he's kind of ugly. Know, for, <laughs> like for people kinda... being like trying to help him out, they keep insulting him. They're like, "Oh, you look yeah. you look less intelligent without a beard, yeah. and you're ugly." Yeah, and you're really ugly. ugly. Yeah, I know. I think he's like, "Oh, the way you humiliated me." And Cornelius is like, "That's different. We thought we were superior to you, or something." Yeah. Like as famous a kiss from this late sixties era as Kirk and Uhura. You got, <laughs> right. you got a man There's, and an ape. Yeah, I'd like to kiss you, and she's got like a okay. I guess. Yeah, you're kind of gross. 
You haven't oh. brushed your teeth in a thousand years or whatever either. She feels a little tingle downstairs. <laughs> yeah, she does. Well, maybe you could use those dentures then. <laughs> so, not... but he and Zayas are having like this debate. He's like, I'm going to go into that forbidden zone. He's, and he's kind of like, you won't like what you find. And um, he's like, yeah. So like he rides off. He and Nova ride off on the horse. Yeah. And then Zayas is like, um, okay, even though I promised not to arrest you two for heresy. Arrest yeah. these two for heresy. They're going <laughs> to be arrested for heresy. And they're gonna... But then they're he sitting there what? chatting after it. She's like, what's he going to find? There's destiny. Yeah. Uh, why haven't you two been taken away in cuffs yet? <laughs> why is <laughs> Wait a minute. you're talking to me? Put these they goofy also... nets around yourselves. Like, <laughs> yeah, they right. just drape it. They drape the goofy nets. Well, around first it. they fall before it's Yeah, thrown. they fall before it's <laughs> And then they gently drape it over them. He also says, get some explosives and seal off that cave. He doesn't want any of the evidence of the doll and the dentures or all that stuff getting out. So um, they will, st- yes, heresy. You'll stand trial for heresy. <laughs> anyway, so here we go. The famous scene. They ride along. It's actually, it is shot super well. If you, Which I had never matte painting. seen. Not goofy. Yes, it is a matte painting. It is a matte painting, matte but painting. it's still it's very but, good. But, it's but Matt, very did a great job on it. Thank you, thank you. I worked hard on that one. And so, like, there's a lot of riding, you know, like, riding on the beach, just the two of them on a horse, a lot of long shots. And you kind of see the torch, and then they ride along some more, and you see the head things, and then you and get the Goldsmith uh, little pieces. The, sound, the soundtrack here is, like, really builds it. And it is almost like a like a Kubrick, like, 2001, like, It's very Kubrick. For it. Oh, yeah. Oh. yeah. It's cool. Very much. And then he gets on the horse and he's like, No, you maniacs. You, you blew it up. Are. So, like, everything you that he said. You really did it. You maniac. You blew it up. Yeah. Goddamn you, all the hell. Which they wanted, they wanted him to not swear. To which really? he replied, He's like, All right, so I'm on this planet. I figure out that it's Earth and it's been. Nuclear war, and I'm gonna yeah. say, gosh darn it, that's oh, that's really please. lousy luck. Yeah, you know? my goodness. He's, he's like, like, I'm, I'm actually, yeah, my goodness, <laughs> my goodness, that, this is, this is a sticky wicket. Oh, fiddlesticks! <laughs> my goodness. And then the space balls come out, and the whole thing. Yeah. Is, uh, I, the I had to make that joke, but um, that really like. Yeah, the credits roll, and there's no music, as we pointed out, and it's just no the, Sam the, Jackson the coming out saying, "Right, no, you to join my forbidden zone, built in a team." <laughs> <laughs> and that, yeah, that is the end of Blaley Eights. And at the time, people were blown away. Oh yeah, because even art. But let's face it. Let me ask you guys this question. I mean. I I also want to point out Serling was not the one that came up with the twist ending. It was someone else. Um, yeah, in the production, right. the the art designer or something like that, production designer. But apparently Heston was like, "That's the one we're going with." Yeah, there was like three different endings. I wish they had all the endings filmed, like Clue. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty good. All right, but let me let me just say, I mean, is it really a twist? I mean, there are definitely hints. 
well, throughout the movie. That's, that's the thing. If, if you're watching it for the first time, you're not picking up on it. It's when you go I back, guess. and you're like, oh, okay, I'm catching them all now. But I guess, I guess there are there are a lot of things at the beginning where it's kind of like they kind of hint that it might be Earth, but. Yeah, I suppose it's if you don't know it, you don't know, and that that's the that's the hard thing of watching it now. Yeah, like what's the first poster they have? The first poster they have, like I think the posters and the marketing and the steel books and everything, like has the picture of the Statue of Liberty on it. But like, yeah, well, because now everybody knows it. So. Everybody right. knows, but like I'm looking at this, you know, when she, it's just like kind of monkeys in a cage and a, a picture of. Dr. Zayas. And They're no apes, not monkeys. <laughs> Sorry. It is, it's hard to, yeah, no, the, the that original. What did you know? You weren't, orange. they weren't, people weren't watching trailers and then maybe people were better at like not spoiling movies for people back then. Well, yeah, they didn't, they didn't go on X or Facebook <laughs> and ruin things back then. Yeah. They didn't make some joke about their forbidden zone. Or truth misfits, social. Uh, Michael Misfits 1998 song. Yeah. Didn't make a reel about it. I understood that, right? Yeah. Hey. I mean, it is, it's hard. Like, you you could never, it's, I guess, like, you know, we had the sixth sense or something like, you know, whatever. Uh, Oh, Bruce Willis is dead, you know, or whatever. But this was, this. Let's wait and watch them. So we're going to do that next week. And, I haven't seen it yet. Uh, oh. Uh, All right. The movie's that's the like... only part of that movie that was worth watching. <laughs> right. Actually, it is just sort of a lot of slow. Unbreakable. That's that's good. Unbreakable is really good. I would do that one. But yeah, I mean, it became kind of like a thing with M. Night Shyamalan. But like when you first see them, you're like, oh, OK. But like you can only do it so many times before you're like, what's the twist? And this is. As far as like sci-fi goes, it's a little different because you just have like basically there's astronauts, but there's primitive men and apes. It's not, um, it's not an unfamiliar thing. Like it's not, it's not an Orion, it's not an Andorian. You know, it's like, it's like, well, what is this? Did they really land on a planet where there's just apes? You know, well, what is what even is this? What is though that weird? Is it language with the little hieroglyphics that they have? I don't know. Is that how they write? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it was, I guess you have to, in 1968, there was this and there was 2001, the Space Odyssey, and these people were just like, yeah, like people hadn't seen this shit, you know? So Yeah, they hadn't. They had. You have to put it in that perspective, you know? It's, it's I don't know, it's hard to, to, think about it because we've seen so much now but it's pretty cool i guess to think like back then people were actually surprised that by the ending you know and like because like you said nobody spoiled it and yeah it was just yeah and, but also i want to point out it didn't take us that long to go through that whole movie the plot itself yeah, yeah. was pretty <laughs> That's, sometimes I, I, it takes us two hours to talk yeah. about what Planet happened in an apes. hour and a half movie Predates 2001, curiously enough. Oh, very well. By how much? Um, Not by much. It's the same year, right? Yeah, it was the same uh, year. So. 1968, I think we have Planet of the Apes in February, whereas 2001, we had a couple months 
for April. Ah, oh, very well. We could watch mm-hmm. that for Durson's birthday. That's right. In I know, I think. Don't threaten me with the Kubrick movie good time. <laughs> no, yeah. Uh, Clay's got his Kubrick thing, so... Oh, and we talked about the 2001 series that of is. novels off the air last week, right? Jack Kirby. That was us talking about. No, we were talking about 2001, oh. right? Last off week? The air? Yeah, me and Clay were. Think... Oh, I right? Where we were was talking that? About, I think... Uh, I think you were doing your tea thing. <laughs> oh, okay. And I said there was 2001, 2010, 2061, and then it went to 3001. Oh, wow. yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Well, um... What are what do we think? Do we have final thoughts then, or uh... yeah, final thought it, man. I uh, I, I forced uh, myself to take the last slot last time, so in in uh, humble sacrifice, I will go first this time. Who wants to go first? I'll go first. I'll let you <laughs> okay. <laughs> we ought to final... draw straws or something. Oh, I, I can't draw right now. I don't have any paper. Yeah, oh, I don't have my Wacom plugged in. I already lots of podcasts here but uh <laughs> just a little book illustration joke oh, oh i thought but... you were laughing like charlton heston at the beginning ah, you planted like, a flag ah, 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 i i will um i'm gonna keep going with this laugh ah. okay uh, all right um so i will ah. put this movie into uh, well i will say that maybe it was maybe 10 or 15 years ago, I went to a convention and they had like a 24 hour movie marathon, which I'd never done before. But at midnight, they show Planet of the Apes and I stayed till then. And I got out like, you know, it's not that long, but, uh, but I was like there already all day, but I waited till midnight and I watched this on a movie screen and for the first time ever. And I was like, that's when I really felt like I really paid attention and watched this movie for the first time. And I was like, yeah, this is fucking awesome. And uh, I've always had like a in an affinity for Planet of the Apes in, in a way because we have had we had like those books in my house, as I was saying before. And I, it was always on whatever Channel 38. It was always, it seemed <laughs> to be on, but I mean, not just this, but the sequels seemed to be on when I was in my prime watching TV. They were like... always on AMC in the late 90s. Yeah. They, wow. they were, they, that was the, the big two-hour making of thing that they did was for AMC. They did a whole big 30th anniversary Planet of the Apes in the late, late 90s. So I seem to remember as I was like really little, like five to seven. That was the late a little thing, TV. Right? The late 90s? You were five, <laughs> seven. Like, yeah, I know. I wish. Oh, I wish. Clay, you young... oh, I wish. I wish. But no, I'm an elt. So. <laughs> but I always I always liked the, the apes. And then, you know, when I saw it for that time on the big screen, you know, 10 or 15 years ago, I like I kind of put the pieces together about the social commentary and stuff. And I would probably give basically any Kubrick movie like an A+. Plus. But I give this movie because it's not a it's not that level. But I would still give it a classic sci-fi. I love Planet of the Apes. I can't wait to see if the other ones are bad or not because they'll still probably have a great time. And I did watch some <laughs> of the extras, and they go and I watched this whole thing about the timeline and and, and like they spliced in all the stuff. 
extras on the iTunes or whatever. It's, you know, I'm kind of like looking forward to watching more, but I just had a great time watching this. I gave it flat A. Not an A+. Plus. I think you wow. have to be like Barry Lyndon or fucking Clockwork Orange to get an A+. Plus. But uh, I give it a flat A. Good sci-fi. Excellent. Uh, can I go next? I, I sure, never before, yeah, because, yeah, um, because we always take all your stuff. Yeah, and I still don't have much because I forget. I always <laughs> forget. I should just write it down, but I don't, and that's my problem. Uh, I'm going to give this one. If you – okay, first, before I say my, my grade, but if you would – I went into this thinking I didn't like it as much as I ended up liking it. I would have probably given it a C just based on memory. Um, but going in and watching it again for the first time in a long time, I'm going to give it an A minus. I I feel the same way that Clay does Pirate about them, wow. and uh, I w- it's a surprising A minus. I I was like, well, I like this a whole lot more than. But I think also with age, you can appreciate more of the messages and this and that. Whereas 30 years ago, when I first saw it, I just wanted to see apes doing stuff. I, I didn't care <laughs> about the message, and I you know the ending. I already knew what happened you know, at the time I saw it. So, um, yeah, I, I think Heston gets a little hammy here and there, but I, I like his character because he's both a dick and also, you know, sees the problems with the humanity and wants, wants to fix it and start over and character. yeah, character. Uh, so yeah, a minus for me. I like it. All the stuff Clay said, I agree with, I'm done. <laughs> I agree with you as well. Also. Oh, and Thank also you. with you. <laughs> I um I I actually think yeah you guys as far as all that stuff like I said it's hard to watch it no you know when you well I guess when you know the ending let's put it this way when you know what the ending is you are it does give you kind of more license to just see the other things see some of the more subtle things because mm-hmm. you're not like just waiting to see what happens at the end and uh, yeah the social commentary and like the yeah, like like we said, like I think the Doctor Zayas and Taylor are kind of they're the same on opposite ends of the Yes. They're both kind of dicks and kinda of right. You know, all that stuff yes. is very good. But like the movie itself, I I won't use the word goofy, but uh, you know, some parts are kinda of, it's not it's hard not to laugh okay. too. You know, when you're like oops, oh, what's what are they doing there? Or whatever. So like that's kind of like a C, you know, like on like the on a movie making scale. So well, I guess that would make you can't uh, you can't judge it by modern filmmaking standards. That's the that's that's the problem with watching these old movies is that all the all the warts show, you know, they can't well, just CGI. Thurston, yeah, no. Thurston watches this with freshest eyes, which I'm you know I'm jealous of. You know, like you're the freshest most even the eyes. Bright eyes. <laughs> With bright eyes. With bright eyes. Because Thurston brings his doesn't have like that affinity like we've talked about before, like necessarily like you're watching it like you would watch any other movie and you and you have valid criticism. By all means, of course. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I mean there it's true. And it must be what people like now now. People now. watch like uh Ahsoka or some or one of the Star Wars shows and it's like how long can they drag this out? You know, <laughs> like Star Wars is really old. And sometimes I think, oh, they're coming out with another Planet of the Apes movie? Holy shit. You know, like, how long can they drag this out? So, like, obviously, if you have a, a, this affection for it, then you're going to 
you're going to be happy. But I don't have that kind of affection. So, yeah, I'm kind of just like, oh, another Planet of the Apes. But I'm glad that people like it, and I'm glad they have that thing, and I'm glad they're still making new stories. Yeah, these new movies are, you know, the, I this this era, the current era, and the Tim Burton, and even the TV show is like, well, the TV show is more related to original movies and stuff, but like, you know, they're all like kind of different. Like I, I saw the first of the James Franco ones. Maybe I saw the second one, but I'm not like way into it. You know, like I like the song. Right. Uh, yeah, I prefer the, even though I think that James Franco one was quite good. Uh, I prefer, I prefer <laughs> guys in ape costumes over CG, <laughs> like realistic looking. Apes. Real, yeah. like real quote unquote real apes. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, Give I me like this. Alfoy. Uh, torturing uh, Caesar or whatever it is. Caesar, yeah. Give me this and the cage, and I very much like Stranger Worlds, but give me this and the cage if I'm on a desert island. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I, I love that old stuff. I guess you're right. I can't, I can't look at a, 19, a movie from 1968 with 2023, you know, uh, eyes, but, you know... There were a lot of mistakes and a lot of weird things, you know, interesting choices, I guess. And maybe, like you said, the budget wasn't quite what they wanted. wanted. So, I mean, some of the things are a little, I don't want to say. Well, just wait till you like get to sloppy? the next bunch of movies. Yeah, then, right. Well, that's really this is probably show. as good as it gets. Yeah. But I, so I can say a B. I'm going to just say flat B. Hey, that's still um, pretty good. Be, like between the A social well, commentary. Good. And the C, you know, the movie's kind of sloppy at times. Yeah, like, I will go with a B. And just to give everybody a little bit of perspective, um, if we care about Rotten Tomatoes, audience score 88% for this movie. And Tomato Meter, 87. Like, it's almost, like, you know, it's hard. (laughs) That shit never happens. The audience and the critics, basically the same. yeah. So, I mean, I'm glad though it became this thing, this phenomenon. I'm glad that you. I'm glad that you gave it a B. I'm honestly happy because I, you right. know, it would have. You can have your opinions about it or whatever, but uh, I think a B is a is a fine grade to give it. That I, that doesn't insult me as a somebody that's giving it a flat A. I think I surprised myself a little bit by giving it a B. Like, <laughs> as I was watching million. it. Yeah, and which was a lot at the time, and uh, didn't secure Oscars, Oscars or Golden Globe wars, or it did Golden Globes. Or... <laughs> I did. They did. I thought they did a special makeup. Uh, uh, John Chambers got an yeah. Academy Award, honorary Academy Award for his outstanding yeah. achievement. Yeah, there we go. I mean, um, it's interesting, really, when you think about, like, yeah, this did start a whole phenomenon because, like, we put it out, like, not only was, are there, are they literally still making Planet Apes movies, but this was, they had toys and stuff back in the day. This was, like, the beginning of all that merchandising and all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, so, it's like Batmania as well, you know? Yeah, I mean? Like, I, well, I mean. Nego and, like, all the. All the merchandising that they did for this, yeah, it kind of spawned. Yeah, I think George Lucas definitely, definitely was like, "Hey, you know what? Let's make toys." That's where he's like, "That's why that joke in Spaceballs 
works <laughs> because this is this is where it all began the one that started all and i bet there's like like you know that other podcast like like john suntress i think is like a little bit older than us and i think that you know were Oof. we <laughs> born can't. like it's it's probably star wars to a lot of people like a, to, a, yeah. to like a certain like generation of like oh well all we had was planet of the apes <laughs> you know like they saw yeah if you were like a sci-fi yeah yeah a sci-fi person yeah then this is what you had in 2001 i suppose yeah. so, star trek that's right but star trek it was off the air so you know but if they were you know what did yeah. they have they just had that <laughs> yeah right there wasn't a lot of stuff out there so lost in space maybe yeah, I guess you're right. I had stuff. Forget. It. I don't feel. They had some it. stuff, no, but I mean, this all had of stuff, those but it things. Wasn't as good. Yeah, well, all, all I'm saying is all of those things were like, like seeds. Everything that we have now. Right, right, and like, there's always a lot of social commentary in in sci-fi, you know. But this one really got it. I feel. I'll say that. Like this one really got everything. So. And every uh, time that I'm in a place that's really, really crowded. I think of Charlton Heston yelling, it's a madhouse, a madhouse. <laughs> when you're at Filene's basement, North Dakota. Yeah, when it's yeah. time to get uh, that the, bride. the bride thing. Yeah, yeah. Run up, run up the bride, whatever it is. I just go, you know, just kind of. You just go. Uh, and you just... like go dress as Taylor, prisoner. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's weird. And you go, you yeah. go in there and you're like, unshaved. You weird side eyes, yeah. And you're like, it's a bad house. I also don't shower for a few weeks so that I'll smell like Taylor, too. <laughs> I get better. They did, better. they did take that skinny dip that didn't wash it. Yeah. The off well, the then, but then he's getting dragged around, mushed around with yeah, our humans true. dragged on the ground. And I didn't see any <laughs> toilets or anything. Who even in there. knows what those oh. are made out of? Yeah. yeah and the, right. the webbing. Goofy webbing. Yep. Made out of ape cum. You're really. (laughs) (laughs) Well, um... also in the first issue of the Secret Monkey, there was a a news report, and there's a gorilla that is giving the news. I can't remember, like Stefano or Stefano and Trudy or something like that, right? And uh, Stefano was based on the gorilla from Planet of the Apes. Yeah. Okay. This is what I was gonna say. Like, because we did it. In Secret Monkey and The Simpsons, and, and you know, like like we said, like I and like like you said, Clay, I probably think of that once a day, that one episode. <laughs> Get your hands off me, you dirty! <laughs> and like, I don't what need is it? to I, even watch it. I know the whole. No, song. I I think I know it. I hate every ape I see, from chimpanzee to chimpanzee. chimpanzee. I mean, what a, they must have loved writing that. So it's all it is like. I, they're not making fun, right? I mean, it's like an homage. People like that love this movie, and who am I to judge? Uh, who am I you think argue? you are the Captain lawmaker? The who am I to argue? Yeah, I'm the lawmaker. Put that okay. statue, put my statue in your backyard. So, I turn on my. Uh, this is specific to Apple movie, so I watch it, and it's like watch with the lawmaker intro. That sounds cool. What's that? And it's like 30 seconds of a CGI, like, but not like a 
good CGI, like a video game CGI of the lawmaker. And he goes, and this is the planet. This is time from the, he's like reading from the scrolls, but he doesn't really tell you any more information about the movie. They just like needed to like insert this video game lawmaker there. Like, <laughs> and here's the movie or so. I don't know. It's like, so it's like unnecessary, but, but I was like, why did they even put that in there? But I guess 2018 would have been uh, 50 years, so there's a bunch of extra stuff. About oh, yeah. 50-year panels yeah, yeah, yeah. and stuff like that. So they've just jazzing it up, I guess. But there's a lot right. of behind-the-scenes stuff on this movie. Oh, for very well. an A- minus fans. But maybe a B fan. Might be <laughs> maybe a B fan. Sure. All right, what, uh, do we have any other final thoughts? Anything to add? Should we just wrap yeah. it up? Let's wrap it up. All right. Well, thank you for listening, everybody. I don't know that this will be out uh, in time for Christmas, but maybe it will. And if it is, Merry Christmas, Happy Festivus, Happy Hanukkah. You could just and, say Happy uh, New Year. It kind of covers it. Happy New Year. Sure, sure. That's a good one. Happy Kwanzaa. All those things. So thanks for listening, everybody. Don't forget to check us out. LeaguePodcast.com, wherever you get your podcast and YouTube and, and everything. We have this great setup on leakpodcast.com thanks to our man Clay, where if you want to just listen to certain things, certain topics, they're all there. Leakpodcast.com slash 007, leakpodcast.com slash Godzilla slash Batman 89. It goes on. But you just go to the yeah. podcast section of our website. See if they leave us a rating if you're listening to us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast, YouTube, follow us there. Yeah. Turn yeah. on the bell. Ding, ding. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Smash that button. That'd be go like a nice... Oh! Damn. Hashtag go ape for us. All right. Ape, um, I go ape for the league. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you guys later. Adios. You apes. You dirty apes. Damn dirty apes. Help the humans about to escape. Get your paws off me, you dirty ape. <gasps> he can talk. 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 I can sing. Oh, help me, Dr. Zayas. Dr. Zayas, Dr. Zayas. Dr. Zayas, Dr. Zayas. Dr. Zayas, Dr. Zayas. Oh, Dr. Zayas. Dr. Zayas, Dr. Zayas. What's wrong with me? I think you're crazy. Want a second opinion? You're all so lazy. Dr. Zayas, Dr. Zayas. Dr. Zayas, Dr. Zayas. Dr. Zayas, Dr. Zayas. Oh, Dr. Zayas.